Welcome to the Mature Black Female Podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Walker. What's up, what's up, what's up? Let me fix my chair. What's up, what's up, what's up? Happy Friday. I hope it's Friday. Honey, I had to think myself happy because I refuse to be sad, baby. Life too short for that. What's up? What's up? Welcome, everybody, on all platforms. Um... Let me see where I want to start. Whew! This was a a what a a um I can't say a rough week, but this was a a different week, a different kind of week. <laughs> um, so let me get through my announcements off the top. Um, please like this video if you um, enjoy this video. Please like, please share it to other Black females so we can get this awareness out here to black women okay also subscribe 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 i mean put that i have to make myself enunciate that b subscribe if you support bringing awareness to black females subscribe baby that's all we do okay also go please go watch my black girls guide playlist 16 videos for black girls awareness because that's what we need instead of blaming black women let's bring some awareness first okay uh also join my patreon to help me keep the lights on as i support black women bringing awareness healing breaking generational curses and leaving legacy okay uh, let's see. Oh, also get empowered. Don't accept negativity, depression, um, low self-esteem. You know, if you have low self-esteem, you know, you know, if you need validation, you know, get empowered, book your power talk, get a one-on-one -on -one empowerment session with you and vibrate Vibrate, I mean, get a one-on-one -on -one empowerment session with me um, and get and vibrate higher. First of all, that's what you got to do. You got to bring up that vibration, be positive, and attract what you want. Okay? That's how a queen do it. What's up, Kawana? Hello. Um, so, yeah, join my Patreon. Um, book your power talk. The icons. To join both of these is on my about page. Hit the Patreon icon button. Choose the right um, tier for you. There's five tiers. Also, hit the power. Oh, I got to look at it. Oh, yeah. Book the Hit the power talk icon and book your power talk and get empowered. All right. What's up? What's up? Um, so, Kawana, you, you know today's topic is basically domestic violence, right? Um, I've been wanting to do it. I think I've been, like, I think I've been um, not regretting, but I think I've been kind of, um, I don't know why I haven't talked about the as a survivor. I don't know why I haven't spoken on domestic violence before i i never have i think i was kind of trying to avoid it or waiting on a so-called perfect moment or waiting to be inspired or some bs it's all bs i don't know but i was inspired today because i finally got tired of hearing people blame women for for their domestic violence okay there's a difference between um, bringing awareness um, and accountability than blaming the victim. There's a difference. And I'm going to show you that, victim, that um, difference today. All right? Because it makes no sense the way people who have no idea what it's like to be in a domestic violence situation... They don't know that experience, but yet they say, 
they, but yet they have, they blame the victims. Let me just say that. Yet they blame the victims. Even, even other black females will blame the victim, you know, and they have never, I don't, I'm not talking about your parents or growing up in a home where your parents, um, when you witness um, domestic violence with your parents, that's one experience. I'm, I'm saying you yourself being in a domestic violence situation and have survived it. You know, I think those are the only people that really have that inside um, knowledge and experience to judge from. Nobody else does. I mean, everybody, it's easy to say, like I heard one woman to say, I was just listening to another um, platform because it's so many stories, you guys, of black women being um, taken out of this life by their partners, you know? Um, so, you know, there's a lot of conversation on it. This one channel, um, called the, was AFDC podcast. He, his whole platform, he does, um, crime about kids. You know, if it's like kids being killed by the, the, the mom, the dad or whatever he does it. So, you know, I look at a lot of the videos because, you know, my heart is with children and women. So, um, today he was talking about, um, this incident, uh, of this couple, right. And the, the man who was committing the violence, he walked into his mom's home. I guess he was, he stayed with his mom and his baby mama was there. He stayed there too, I guess. And she had a little one-year-old baby, I think. So he walks into the house, you know, the mom said he walks into the house, you know, hitting the walls, start hitting her with a two by four uh, wooden plank saying, um, leave, stop hurting my mom. And she was telling him, I am your mom. And then he went to the uh, baby mom, I guess, and he started, you know, um, assaulting her, you know, um, with knives and even in her eyes and all over, all over. It's amazing. She's still holding on in the hospital. And then he threw the baby out the window and the baby is holding on too, but it has skull fractures and all of that. So when I, I was listening to this and you see how gruesome this story is, right? Instead of this host, a black man, who I believe, I believe myself, this is my opinion from watching him do his um, um, presentations of these crimes, I feel like he has a hate for black women. And he seems to be um, friends, uh, and he mentions and kind of seems to praise or brag on a man, Tommy Sotomayor, who had, makes a living on YouTube degrading black women. Um, so when I heard him, like, be, because of the girl, the, the girl was like light-skinned, right? Let me show you a picture. The girl was light-skinned. So I guess he might be one of these colorists too or something like that. But the girl was light-skinned. So I don't know if he was jealous. Like, you see what the, the guy did, right? The guy went in. And basically destroyed the home with the baby, the the baby mama, and his own mama. He blamed the mama because the boy is mentally ill and wasn't on his medication. He blamed the mom. Oh, oh, don't don't tell me this. Don't tell me this. Is another one of these stories. And then he was. Let me let me show you the picture before I tell you this part. Let me show you the picture, y'all. Let me show y'all this picture. Hold up. Where my pictures at? Okay, here we go. Okay. So, here go. Okay, y'all. So, let me show. Let me see how I can fix this up here. Okay. So, y'all see, that's, the, that's the, um, the guy. That's the baby he threw out the window. And that's the baby mama that he put knives in the eyes with right there. So I guess because the girl is light, bright, damn near white, he was jealous because I ain't never heard him uh, say this about the black woman. But he was like, 
Oh, I guess this black man, y'all see this man right here? I guess he looked better than me because she saw something in him. I don't, that's all he had to say was how she pick him. Why would she pick him? Why would she? What? No empathy. No empathy for these women and this baby. Just jokes, funny jokes about, oh, she saw something. I guess he, he must be so fine in her eyes. He must be fine. This man might, him must be fine because she saw him. She saw something in him. Is this a time for jokes, sir? You sound like a psychopath. Is this a time for jokes, jokester? Is this a time to blame these victims in their time of need? Is this the time? And all he could say about the man, this destructive monster, was, oh, he a P-U-S-S-Y. Oh, this little P-U-N-K. Oh, this, no. No. It ain't nobody's fault but this black man's fault. Period. Don't blame the female for the man she chose. This girl don't know nothing. What has been put into her if she's dating a mentally ill black man? Having a seed. Living with him and his mom. How much has been put into her? That's obvious, first of all. So why are you blaming her taste? You ignorant, overgrown baboon. Oh, she, he must be fine. He must be fine because she saw something in him. He, he, oh, 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 he must look better than me then. Cause he, what is wrong with you? Just a straight, overgrown psychopath. Period. Then the mama to blame because he ain't, he on medication. He ain't taking. What a daddy at? What a daddy? You ain't going to ask nothing about what a man at? Don't a man raise a man? Why are we blaming women for not properly raising men? You ignorant asshole. We have no order. When you don't have God, you don't have no order. And when you don't have no order, it's chaos. And that's why we have this violence like this. It's just chaotic. It's no order. Talking about, and then I heard another lady talking about, oh, if they come from two-parent homes, it's, it's the mama because it's the mama fault. Because if the mom, you know, that's the first, that's the first uh, point of contact is the mom. And if the dad ain't in the home, the dad ain't in the home, dad can't do nothing. It's the mom in order to, she has to, no. Why isn't the dad in the home? Why do we just accept the fact that the dad ain't there? He ain't, the dad ain't raising their, their sons. Why are we accepting it? And then blaming the mom and then blaming the, the victims. Why are we doing that? They, the, the black women that do that are just as ignorant as these predators. Y'all know damn well a woman can't raise no damn man. She can nurture him. I have a brother. My brother told me he sometimes he'll be in text and and start cussing when he's talking to me. He'd be like, Oh, I'm sorry, excuse me for the um language, sister. I you know, I have to correct myself. He said, he said, sad when you gotta raise yourself because uh, you your dad didn't raise you. It said you have to raise yourself to be a man. He's still trying to teach himself how to be a man and respect women. And that's coming from a black man. Who has some kind of compassion. But we don't. We just blame everything on the black female. Now I bring accountability to the black female. When I did my video. No black woman deserves black. I mean domestic violence. But. But. I'm saying it's up to us. The mature black females. To teach the younger generations. Period. Nobody wants to tell the story. Me, all I got the, my whole black girl guys playlist. I ain't got one thing with domestic violence. And that's on me. So I have I'm exposing myself. It's not an easy thing to talk about. It's a lot of shame. It's a lot of trauma. Unhealed trauma. 
a lot of buried trauma, compartmentalized trauma. Hell, I just not realizing, oh, dang, that was the M-word. Oh, I was M-word. It's a lot of things we compartmentalize and put away just to survive and move forward because we've been taught that. So today we're going to put the blame where it should be. Um, yeah, so I, I didn't like that at all. Um, I don't, I, I just don't, it was two, it was two incidents where black men had taken out and attacked, um, their baby mamas and, um, their babies. One had the, was pregnant and the other one he threw, he threw out the window. So it always still get back to the mom. Then I was listening to um, another platform, Gossip Girl, XOXO. She was, they was talking about the same thing. These black women calling in, talking about um, black women. They, we just, um, we, I don't understand why they still having their babies, like three, four, five babies and stuff. I just want black women to be about their money. Baby, it's black women with money getting their ass beat too. You don't know that. You don't know that. It ain't got no class to it. It ain't got no color to it. It ain't got no race to it. White women, Latino women, all women, Asian women, they getting their ass beat the same way. It's just that black women are more likely to be taken out of here from it. Because these black men are monsters and their self-esteem is that low. They have nothing to lose. They're mentally ill, undiagnosed, unmedicated. And we praise it. Like we praise in Kanye. Like we praise Chris Brown. Like we praise Trey Song. And then we want to blame the victims. That's sad. That's sad. That's sad. So I'm going to go into the... I'm coming into the comment se section so y'all can... Um, we can uh, greet each other. Meet and greet. And I just want to, before I do that, and before we... Because I, I got... Um, the When I put on the... The reason why I put those three ladies on the uh, thumbnail is because I wanted just to give a little insight into their stories because it's like from different generations. So we can see that the same thing is going on. It's no, it's not, it's nothing new. A lot of people are trying to say, well, you know, the day this, no, it's just getting worse. It's just getting worse and more frequent. Wait a minute. Hold up. Where is, okay. Oh Yeah. So on the thumbnail, of course, I have Rihanna, and then I have Halle Berry, and then I have Debbie Morgan. I don't know if you know her, but she was one of the first black female um, soap stars, like on soap operas. She was, she was one of the first ones. Uh, I was surprised to hear her story, but we're going to talk a little bit about their stories and see how all of these things that I've named from my experience are reasons why Black women stay and even attract um, abusers. While we stay in abusive relationships and how we attract abusive partners. Um, because they're predators and they know, they know, they know, they know, they know, they know, they know the smell and the look of their victims. Okay, so first of all, we, they have, we have no self-love growing up. No self-love is put into black females collectively. I know this because we didn't have we didn't have it in my family. My friends didn't have it. You know, it wasn't passed down. I was the most positive one in all my friendships through high school, elementary school. I was a positive one, and I was uh, a, I'm a victim of abuse. So it's not about like this one lady was saying. Oh, if you grew up in a two-parent household, well, that won't happen. If you grew up... It's happening in two-parent households, one-parent house. It doesn't matter. People trying to... Like, they're trying to avoid the truth by making these fake, safe situations. You know... It's, it's been two-parent households when the when the daughter was getting inward by the father. So what does that mean? You think she ain't going to go to a, find herself or be attracted to or attract an abuser once she's been abused? It has nothing to do with two-parent households. It has to do with how you were raised. Um, 
No self-love, no self-identity, not using the intuition, God's protection for women. Um, being love bombed or what love bomb is, is what black women call predators. You're being preyed on by predators. And they basically, these are narcissists. They don't care about your feelings. They don't have feelings. They only care about their agenda, period. Okay. Uh, mental illness, trauma, just pure traumatized, undealt with. And we don't even know we're being abused. Like when I went through it, I didn't even know. The first thing that didn't come to my mind about, oh, I'm abused. I'm going to call the cops. This ain't right. This... Where am I going to get that from? Ain't nobody telling me that. You got to realize in our community, nobody is saying that collectively. You got to realize a person like, who's that Ari? That Ari girl that, um, what's her name? I can't even remember her name. Y'all know Moneybag Yo, girlfriend. She's a big influencer. And Rihanna just took her um, Fenty um, contract back from her because she was, um, you know, making fun and mocking victims of domestic violence, even though she's a survivor, because she was saying, I don't nobody care about your um, domestic violence. So who cares? So don't nobody even want to um, hit you. Don't nobody, you ain't even cute enough. You ain't even good enough. Don't nobody even care. So what? So what? You know, that's how we deal. Nobody, nobody was mad at her. Nobody, you know, you didn't, did nobody like, oh my God, I can't believe she said this. Oh, nobody, nobody was surprised. Nobody was offended. The only reason Brianna did it because it's about her brand and that's part of her brand. She's a domestic violence survivor. She had to do it. It's about her reputation. But even she wasn't taught better. She wasn't taught better. You don't even do better till you know better. But yet we blaming the victim. We're blaming the victim for going back, for staying. Well, we don't even know. We haven't even asked the victims to share their experience. We haven't even really gave them a platform. Everything is just, oh, a slogan. Protect black women. And then we give it to Meg, Meg the Stallion. Somebody who protect black men. We don't give a damn about domestic violence and black women in the black community. That's what I'm going to say. And that's how I feel, period. All right, now I'm coming in the comment section. Let me see what y'all got to say. And um, yeah, that's my cash app on the screen. Um, y'all help a sister out. This is my full-time job. This is what it is. I ain't turning back. Whatever, whatever. I know I'm worth it. So please work with me. You know, every little bit counts. Like the video. Let's do this. This is real. I'm going to keep it all the way live. Okay. Um, super chat, whatever. We coming with the um, call in. We coming with the drop the link for the call in link too soon. So I'm working on that. So y'all get ready. All right. So we got Amber B in the house. Kawana. Let's see. What y'all drinking on? I got some honey crisp apple juice. Organic. Um, not from concentrate. Let me see. Mmm. It's good. It's all right. It's good. It ain't better than my um Italian soda. They can't get that back in Trader Joe's. I had some, I mean, they got it at Trader Joe's, but they can't get it back at Whole Foods. So, ladies, what do y'all have to say? Share your, um, yeah, opinion so far. Let's see. Kawana says, right, the studies point to the parent not in home, not, not in the home. Right, the, the studies point to the parent not in the home. Exactly. It's like. They just let the man just, okay, he's not there. Oh, they put the man out the house. That's what this one lady was saying. And they put the man out the house. You know, that's how they, they put the man out the house, you know, with the welfare. And then that's how the man got out the house. Don't nobody want to hear that shit. Woo! Thank you for the super chat. <laughs> like goddess. Let's see. I'm going to put it up in a minute. Um. Ice, what's 
Kawana says the, the studies point to the parent, not in the home, not the opposite. Thank you. When there's a problem with raising children, period. Woo! Thank you. Oh my God. I said they say you want something, you gotta open your mouth, a closed mouth won't get fed. Y'all coming through. Okay, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Hey Brielle, what's up? Amber B in the house. Yeah. Did you see that live PR lady? What's up? That live was. Um, Brielle says, I dated a toxic motherfucker for years because I thought that was a part of life. Thank you. See, this is the type of, this, this, this one, this one. You see, I'm trying to savor it, Brielle. I'm trying not. Can y'all hear me good? Can y'all hear me? Do y'all hear me better when I, does it sound like the mic on? I just let y'all let me know if y'all can hear me good like a mic or something. Okay. Um, you said I dated a toxic motherfucker for years because I thought that was a part of life. Nobody taught me about trauma and predators. Nobody taught me about it either. I walked right into the trap. I mean, I was walking and I thought I was getting like away from the dangers of being single in the black community, especially in Atlanta, you know, being harassed every day about having a man. You ain't got no man. You got a man. You ain't got no man. You got a man. You ain't got no man. You ain't got a man. You got a man. You ain't got a man. You got a man. You got a man. You got a man. And then I, I remember standing at the bus stop one day, right across the street from my apartments, and a white man drove up, stopped at the bus stop, and, you know, it was kind of on the hill. I happened to look down, and he had his penis out, giving himself, you know, playing with himself. And I was like, you know, nobody respects a black female, period. That's the whole point. People not understanding that. It seems dangerous to me when I was single back in the day. So I was like, if I get into a relationship, at least I just won't have men, you know, harassing me 24-7-12. You know what I mean? Like touching me, coming, just, you know, driving their car in front of me, playing me because I'm alone. They think if you're alone, you just, you up, you, 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 you know, you free, you free. You, I mean, you like community you it's it's community on me it's like wait a minute now so i got into this relationship after all of this duress and guess what it was my first abusive relationship mm, 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 mm. what a way to escape right thank you for sharing that brielle thank you brielle says i learned the hard way yes i learned the hard way too i learned i had to be kicked in the head punched in the head all that to learn awareness and what a predator is thank god i survived i learned the hard way your message is very needed much needed keep going thank you brielle thank you and i, I had to check myself i'm like tracy why you ain't never talked about you talking about all this awareness and all this black girls got playlist ain't no domestic violence ain't no domestic violence um videos in there i'm like dang it, it really and i used to get mad at other women for not sharing their stories like I would share my story with people a little bit, but never, I never had a domestic violence joke. I never had a video on domestic violence. So now I'm seeing how hard it is to talk about publicly because there's a lot of shame and blame. Period. That's why. Now I know why. Because there's a lot of shame and blame. Uh, Kawana says, love bombing is a way to groom and sell a dream. Exactly. And that's what these predators do. Okay, so we had, so y'all know um, the matchmaker, the millionaire matchmaker. Her name's Patty something, Patty something. So she was on the news this morning and she was just warning people because this is her business. This is her profession. Like she's seen it all. And she's, in the white world, it's called love bombing. And that's what she said. She said, they, they just sell you a dream. You know, at first, it, it seems like everything is perfect. And that's to just... Make you high. You know how you get high. You let your defense down and everything's so fun. So you have fun memories of them. You you associate, you know, joy and happiness and safety. And when you let your um your guard down, you end up with a narcissist. 
That's the same thing a predator does. And all those videos that I watch, y'all, when I say I was addicted to for her man videos, for her man video, for my man videos, it's for my man, like for my man. Yeah, for my man videos, I was addicted to those when I was still living in West Hollywood, right before um, I, I did my speech at Black Woman Lead and just changed my whole perception of Black Women and Awareness. Um, yeah. All the time in the beginning, oh, the men would just be so charismatic. Everybody respected them. They knew how to dress. They smelled good. They they were very popular. They they you know they had their back. They were very supportive. It was everything. Until one day, boom. Okay, now you need to go up in there and sleep with eighty men because I lost the card game. Going up in there, you my you my man, right? I'm your man. We're going to take care of your man. They don't give a damn. And they want to blame the victim. And ain't nobody prepared us, gave us any awareness, nothing. Thank God we survived. We are survivors. You ask us. You can't blame us or judge us. Uh, let's see. Hey, like that is. Ari Fletcher, yeah, Ari Fletcher. And now guess what Ari Fletcher doing now? You know what she's doing? She's trying to repair her name, repair her brand, and now she's offering and now she's offering uh, awareness and tools to black women. Now she's offering opportunity, awareness, all this to black to uh, black women and you know, suffering, going through domestic violence and all this stuff. That's what she should have been doing in the first place. But she wanted to look like the tough girl. The girl that don't whine and cry. But you on video crying. Saying, he, I mean, he literally beat me the fuck up. He beat me the... But you want, you don't, you want to put pie in the face of other victims and say, ah, so don't, don't nobody care. So shut up, shut up, shut up. Don't nobody care. Y'all want to be victims so bad. Shut up. Even victims. Blame other victims. Trash other victims. Degrade other victims because it's so much shame and blame. It's sad. It's sad. I said I gotta speak up. I gotta speak up. Speak up. I don't care if one person listened to this video. I did what I was supposed to do. Okay. Um. The PR lady said I finally stopped practicing my toxic. I finally stopped protecting my toxic cousin, and he attempted to ruin my relationship in return. That's what they do. That's what they do. Once you once you stop um, protecting that toxicity, oh man, that's what happened. The girls are trying to get away. You know, just like the one that had the, the was pregnant. She was trying in the car, trying to get away from the baby daddy, and he gonna chase her down in the car and then get out and pow 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 her. You know what I'm saying? It's like they don't care if you got the baby in the stomach. You you sitting with the baby in the closet. You you got the baby in the house, they throw it out the window. They don't care. They don't care. Okay, y'all can hear me. Uh Kawana says, I watch for my man, and then stories are so sad. Those stories are so sad, aren't they? I was addicted to it, and I said, now I know why, because that's me. You know what I'm saying? I need to. I need to tell the story. I need to let it out. I need to express, you know, the shame and the blame and what it does to victims. You know, it you're not helping us to tell our side of the story. The only way we're going to be able to um, get any kind of truth and move forward and heal is if the victims come forth, period. You know, I've never seen any kind of other situation where the victim is blamed so much. Like the vector, domestic violence. Brielle says a vicious cycle. Yeah, it's a vicious cycle. If you're not going to bring awareness and break these generational curses, then it's just going to keep on, 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 on. And that's why it says no one deserves it. But we need to break the generational curse. My mom didn't break it with me. I'm the first one. But she told me what you do to make him hit you. If I didn't break the curse, it would have kept on and on. I could just just be quiet about it, 
have a baby and keep on passing it down just, just by not saying nothing. And then ignore it, don't believe it. And that's another thing. A lot of people don't think they're going to be believed anyway. That's why in Atlanta, all these policemen, I don't know what's up with these policemen. I don't know if they just horny. I don't know what's wrong with it. But they be all up in your face, all up in the restaurant with their uniform on. I'm like, honey, don't nobody want no policemen. Shit, I'm scared of the regular goddamn black man with a gun. You think I want a policeman with the authority to have a gun? And the pow pow and the tail make up any story later. You crazy. You crazy. Uh-uh. Go ahead on. Go ahead on. No, uh, no, 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 no. The Kawana says the most dangerous part of a DV relationship is when you try to leave. Yep. Don't tell nobody. You can't, you act like you're going to the store. Just like that no good daddy that say they going to the store to get a pack of cigarettes and never come back. That's how you leave a domestic violence situation. You be like, okay, um, oh, what you want? Okay, I'm going to McDonald's. You want a number two? You want a, a, a super, super size? Okay. What you want? Orange drink? All right. Text them all the way there. Okay. Everything. Get the, you drive straight to the um, police station. Forget that. Uh, Brielle says, you ladies are so courageous for sharing your stories. Yep. It is, it's, I didn't even think it was a big thing. It's because I wasn't touching it. Of course, I'm not going to think it's a big thing. I'm not, I'm not exposing it. Um, like God says, I, I left when he was, um, uh, work at work, packed up everything and had my truck already. Woo. Had the apartment ready on the other side of town. Woo. Wait a minute. And I was out and didn't look back. That's what I'm talking about. Now that's a... That's a smooth getaway. That's what you do. He ain't got to know nothing. You can set up your stuff, do your thing. Act, uh -huh, yeah, act like normal. Normal every day. Okay, uh-huh. Uh, Kawana says, as a case manager, I will have to make safety plan to escort victims, survivors away from, from the abuser. Oh, I bet that was so interesting, but at the same time said, you will have to make safe, a safety plan to escort the victims and survivors away from the abuser. Woo! Because you cannot tell them that you are leaving. If you're going to leave, then what they got? They ain't got nothing. That's what a predator is. They prey on other people to live. Um, energy Empress says, I used to see myself in those for my man stories. It could have been worse for me. Exactly. I decided to leave before I kill him. Exactly. Exactly. Cause I picked up a frying pan one time and I'm like, you know what? Somebody gonna, somebody gonna, you know what I'm saying? It ain't, you know, it ain't even worth it. And I wasn't even, I was in my young twenties. My frontal lobe was still, was still growing. I know I was still in college. So I didn't really didn't even know what was, and I, and I used to be the one when my sister went through it, I was the one out big and bad in her relationship, talking to her, uh, boyfriends, like you, you, you won't hit no, you won't hit no, um, man like that. Not talking all that kind of stuff. But that's like, I'm saying that wasn't my relationship. It's different when you witness somebody else, even if it's your parents, even if it's your, your siblings, it's, that's a whole nother different game than when it's your relationship. Because I was shocked myself at me. Uh, Energy Empress says, laugh out loud. Mature black, mature black female said, never come back like that. No good daddy. Never said, never come back like that. No, Yeah, never come back. Like that man that went to the, um, y'all know Serena, what's Serena uh, Williams? They said his first family said, he said he was going to the store to, Get the little girl a bicycle never came back. Would you better leave like that then? <laughs> hey, y'all. Oh, thank you. Somebody gave me a cash app. Uh, Marguerite Henricks. Thank you, Marguerite. Uh, let's see. Y'all, so I want to get into these, these women. 
these beautiful women. Because it's different generations. Debbie Morgan was before my generation. I grew up watching her. Um, what's her name? Um, Halle Berry is my generation. And then, um, what's her name? Rihanna. She's a younger generation. Okay, so Halle Berry said, for a good chunk of my childhood, my mother was a battered woman. Um, she said, domestic violence can happen to anyone, including celebrities, said Barry. It's not an issue of class or economics. Didn't I say that? Only victims know the truth. We got the real tea, okay? Y'all just speculating and judging and blaming the victims. Um, if you haven't been in a domestic violence relationship, you have no idea. I knew that was PR lady. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, PR lady. I knew, I knew that was Marguerite. I said, it's PR lady. <laughs> Brielle said, Richard ain't shit for that. I was like, wait a minute. I'm just sitting here praising you and your mama. And now I got to go back and talk about this. But I had to tell the truth. I had to tell the truth. Thank you, quick Kawana, for the super sticker. Y'all know my mouth dry already. I think cause um, I've been drinking um coffee. Thank you, Lock Goddess. You are definitely worth it. And then some true, oh, true jewels. Thank you so much. Thank y'all. Y'all blessing my night, my day. Y'all don't know by me having faith and saying, you know what. I'm going to let everything go. Stop trying to control stuff. Let God do this. The more I do this, the more beautiful it is, the more rewarding. It's just, I've been thinking I have to do everything. Like, wait a minute, I got to do this too. I got to, I, no, I know I don't. All I got to do is this right here, what I love to do, what I have passion for, and it's just beautiful. So thank y'all for the inspiration. Thank y'all for the support. I mean, all the supportive um, comments y'all make, I mean, somebody emailed me the other day and said a long email, beautiful email. She don't want she don't, she wants to be anonymous, but she was said she was experiencing some of the same things that we're experiencing. She said, no matter how old you are, just know it's always worth a new beginning. You know, never giving up and having a new beginning. And that's basically where I am right now. It's just a, it's a new beginning, and I got to stop trying to control it. And let it unfold because it's a new beginning. I don't know nothing about it. You know, we try to have control over it, but uh-uh. So let me get back to this, y'all. Let me put my glasses on so I can read it faster. Okay, so they said, she said, Halle Berry said, says, domestic violence can happen to anyone, including celebrities, says Berry. It's not an issue of class or economics. It's whether you value yourself enough to expect better treatment, she notes. Didn't I tell y'all? No self-love, no self-identity. Um, the scars that came from watching her mother's abuse at the hands of her father still linger. Despite Barry's extraordinary success, she says, I've struggled with self-worth problems. I never had to run to a shelter, but I have at times chosen the wrong partner. And I've run out the door. I would have, she said, I would have run out the door if I suspected violence was possible, she says. That's what I'm saying. You don't know until your guard is down, your defenses are down, and you trust this person. And they're in your life. You know, like I heard this lady say, she was talking about this lady, and she said she heard this, um, this couple fighting and fussing, and the man told her, the lady, she, he told her, he said, I'm going to beat your ass when we get home. And she said, and the lady just kept on following him. And she was like, I said to myself, she, oh, she just going to walk into that house and get her ass beat? Take that ass beating? I'm like, don't you know she's already gone by the end? That ain't the first ass whooping. That ain't the first time he said that. That ain't the first time she got her ass beat. You don't know the effects of domestic violence. But yet you're judging. Just listen. Ask and listen. So she says, the scars that came from watching her mother's abuse. See, those scars, that's part of her low self-esteem. 
not valuing yourself. She said, I had to struggle with self-worth problems. I've never had to run to a shelter, but at times she chose the wrong partners. You know, Halle Berry, some actor, some people think it was, I don't know, the streets are talking. Some people say Wesley Snipes. Some people say Christopher Williams, the light-skinned singer. Um, but one of them or someone, I don't know who the streets are talking, said, she lost 50% of her hearing from abuse. Yes. 50% of her hearing. And a lot of people didn't know that. So, um, she says domestic partner abuse eventually erodes away. Well, this is what, um, a licensed clinical social worker says. She says, Domestic partner abuse eventually erodes away a survivor's sense of self, making them doubt their ability to make good decisions and shattering their self-esteem. I told you when I was in my domestic violence, I wrote a letter apologizing to my abuser. That's how messed up my self-esteem was, my sense, my my self-identity was, my no the. Having no self-love. You know, I was easy. My frontal lobe undeveloped. Like this, I didn't know what was real. I didn't know what was top, what was the bottom, what was cold, what was hot. I did not know. You know what I mean? All I know, I was living in a society, in a community, in a culture that told me my value was that of a man. Having a man. Being able to keep a man. That's who we should be judging. The people, the community, the culture that that tells these to, that tell us, black females, that we ain't shit without a man. Period. That's the real deal. Uh, let's see. That's Halle Berry's story. And Rihanna, you know, you know what she went through. We all know what she went through. So she later had a restraining order against Brown lifted. Y'all know she went back to Chris Brown after he, you know, beat her down. She went back. She had the restraining order lifted and the two briefly reconciled. Um, and they saying that this is a scenario that's not uncommon among victims of domestic violence. Yeah, I went back. I went back because I didn't even want to start over. I was like, I don't, at least I know this hell. I don't want to start over. That's just my personality. That's why I'm more comfortable being single because I don't like letting people in to my inner circle like that into my mind my home my family my 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 story my journey my vulnerabilities I, I don't like that that's that that's a lot to me you know that's why I can't go from man to man to man I don't that I don't feel I don't that's not me that's just not me I knew that wasn't for me that's why I practice celibacy and that's why I um recommend celibacy for black women because that's what we need We've been dictated to what to do with our bodies. We have had we have had no agencies over our own bodies. We need to take back agency over our bodies and heal. We just we 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 sitting around here, um, having sex with traumatized bodies, being traumatized, being rejected, being degraded publicly. When are we supposed to heal? And build up our self-esteem. And find self-love and identity. When are we supposed to do these things? When we keep on dealing with these toxic men. And then they try to say, oh, it's the men. Y'all choosing the wrong part. It ain't about choosing the wrong partner. It ain't about choosing the wrong partner. What do we really have to choose from? If it ain't no social economic class if it ain't based on if you have money fame notoriety money two-parent household if it ain't based on none of that then how you gonna choose the wrong partner
You're just living. You don't even know how to use your intuition yet if you don't even have your frontal lobe. If you, you don't even have your, your brain is not developed. And you already been moloed, you already been abused, you already been um, abandoned. What? How are we supposed to have these um, powerful tools to say no? Like this one lady saying, but just, just close your legs. Just close. Ain't nobody going to close their legs unless they intentionally become celibate. Intentional. You have to be intentional. You ain't going to just say, I'm just going to close my legs. I ain't going to do it. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Just like Halle Berry said, you just have to love yourself more. You have to want, want more. You have to respect yourself more. I respect myself too much to let any man come up into my life and in my bed and in my body. But when I'm growing up, I don't know. Society telling me I need to have, that's the next thing. You need to have a boyfriend. You're kind of weird. Are you gay? You gay? You ain't gay? And my mama said, you ain't gay, are you? You don't want no boyfriend? That was all I was taught. Why you got no man? You know what I mean? You need a man? That's all I was taught. Yes. Brielle uh, W says, these older women not passing down that knowledge at all. They sit, they sitting up here envious, jealous. They, the ones I see sitting up here, when I go to church, they want to sit here. If they see this much cleavage, they just sit there and just stare at it. Well, I go to a funeral. Put your, put your behind up. Put your breast up. What are you talking about? I have on a dress with a, <clears throat> with a blazer on. At a funeral and boots that come up to my knees. What are you? What do I have to do? What's wrong with you? That's sick right there. I would never want to be a 15 year old, a 13 year old, a 20 year old, or 18. I was there. I don't want to be there. I survived it, baby. A lot of us don't. I survived it. Sane enough to pass down some tools and awareness for other black girls. I survived it. They don't understand. They just hear, just breathing, taking up air with no purpose. It's sad. It's pathetic. And want to blame somebody. No, we just got started. Uh, like Goddess, she said, I'm late. No, we just got started. We just got started. Oh, yeah, we said, you said, yeah, he tried to ruin your relationship. Let me get the new comments, y'all. Exactly, like God, it's new beginning facts. I love where I'm headed. Exactly. It's a new beginning, and I have to remember that. And like, no, you don't control a new, new beginning. It unfolds. You know, we are attracting manifesting what we want. You're no longer chasing it. And when you, when you don't do, you know, we're so used to um, being taught to chase the bag, chase that bag. Oh, she booked and busy. Oh, you, yeah. I'm always working. I hard work. I do this. I'm going I'm to retire my man. Uh, look, not an empress, not an empress. The empress attracts what she wants, baby. She don't chase what she wants. That's what I'm talking about, boo. I can't be doing that at my age. Chasing, chasing, chasing the bad. Chasing, chasing, booked and bitch. I don't care what you call it. Boo, I'm going to be chilling. I don't know what you're talking about. Like God says, me either, Tracy. My circle is a dot. Thank you. What the, what the tell you? What you say? What the tell you? I, I, what that tell you? Oh, I get it. <laughs> I get it. You said, uh, my circle is a dot. What that tell you? Laugh out loud. Exactly. Girl, I be forgetting I ain't got no friends. That's how content I, I be like, oh, yeah. I mean, thank God I moved back home to Atlanta because now I, I be around family. I can celebrate, you know, times and, you know, special times and stuff with family. But in L.A., girl, I knew people. I knew a lot of people. I'm very popular. But, honey, I left there. I left there. And... I might have told two people, and please, 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 and don't miss nobody. 
That's when I started realizing in life, I was like, why I worry about what they say? I don't even like nobody. Not nobody, but, you know, a lot of people. Tina V says, DV comes in many forms. Yep. Both mental. Yep. And physical. And the, and the mental oftentimes come before the physical. And sometimes it's together. Its purpose is to break you down, period. But once you do survive it, you have to stay ever vigilant against it. Yes, yes. Or you can fall prey over and over again. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, we're going to keep on reading the experiences. Thank you for sharing that, Tina. Yes, Tina V. Nobody talks about this. Mental health and therapy are so important to healing. Y'all, let me tell you something. My big, sassy-ass, smart-ass, um, outspoken-ass, up there talk, telling them all them white girls when I was on Act Like a Girl podcast and that's all they talked about. Even the white female comedians talk about their therapists, their prescription drugs, this and that. I'm up there to my girl. And then when my co-host asked me about therapy, I was like, girl? We don't need no girl. I got this. I was like, girl, I got this far without no therapy. Girl, I don't need no therapy. Look at me, girl. I don't need no therapy. Look at me. I done got this far without I done been through everything, girl. I done made it through everything. Girl. That was right before 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 2. <laughs> Bam! I was knocking on the door. Let me in here. Let me check my mind out. Let me check my mind out now. Let me check my mind out. I checked, yeah, West Hollywood um, Mental Health Center. I let them give me a little test. I was like, am I crazy for trying to, you know, pursue my dreams? Like, living a life. Like, even just me... Being self, but being self, like me being me because I was so unique and different. You know, I'm not normal and I knew that. So I'm like, what is it me or them? When I went into that Hollywood, West Hollywood mental health clinic, I was like, it's either me or them. Either I'm crazy or they crazy. And my therapist was like, you good, boo. You better not give up. Oh, you good. I'm vicariously living through you. You good. I was like, and she studied the brain. That's why I'm like, oh, oh y'all can't tell me. Y'all can't tell me nothing. If Kanye going to say you can't tell me nothing, boo, you can't tell me nothing. And I ain't even got, I ain't even bipolar. So you can, I'm talking about I ain't got nothing. My mind is good. My mind is sound. I'm chemically balanced, bitch. <laughs> My mama tried it too. Well, you know she crazy. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm just coming with this truth. <laughs> You can't handle the truth. That's all it is. That's all it is. Let me keep going. They people just can't handle the truth. I'm coming up with all this truth. And they tell me, you know, ain't nobody crazy. Crazy about this truth. So let's finish with Rihanna. Rihanna says, I was that girl, said Rihanna in a November 2015 story in Vanity Fair. In Vanity Fair. She says, I was that girl who felt that as much pain as this relationship is maybe i'm one of those built to handle the shit like this maybe i'm the person who's almost a guardian angel to this person to be there when they're not strong enough when they just need someone to encourage them in a positive way and say the right thing eventually rihanna told vanity fair she realized she couldn't change brown that's chris brown and deserved to be treated better by a romantic partner. She walked away from the relationship for good in 2013. Because you will go back. You have to be vigilant. If you are not, like Tina V say, if you don't stay ever vigilant against domestic violence, you're going to go back like I did. I'm like, well, I don't want to start over. He already know me. I mean, this is. This is my like first serious, real living with somebody, sleeping with them every night relationship. And this guy was older than me. I'm in college. You know, um, he got, you know, this adult life experience he's had. I'm just coming out of high school into college learning about life, you know, just walking straight into this predator's path. You have to, you have to be vigilant. Of course, I would have ended up in another one. Um, and then Debbie Morgan. She, she says, this is her story, you guys. Hold up. Let me get these glasses. They foggy-woggy. Foggy. 
Debbie Morgan says, oh. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Mature Black Female Podcast. To hear the rest of this episode, please log into my YouTube channel at Mature Black Female Podcast. And I'll see you in my next video. I mean, audio. Thank you. Our episode. Bye. Thank you.